The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson with you on a Monday what a busy Monday it has been. Uh, maybe you call it a Black Monday. Uh, dark times for the Mountain West Conference. Already a delayed season. Uh, the the guarantee game with Washington was uh, off. Uh, Washington State coming to Logan is off. We already knew those things after a couple of weeks ago from the announcement from the Pac-12. They were going conference only. Shortly after the Mountain West said we they would go conference only as well. Uh, then the Mountain West just last week said we're going to delay the start of of camp because season's not going to start until September 26th, and then today it just the the next step has been has been taken. Basically, the Mountain West announcing they are going to indefinitely postpone fall sports. No college football this fall in the Mountain West Conference. Unless, of course, you're Air Force and they may find a way to still play the other service academies, which, uh, okay, they're not conference games anyway, so doesn't Mountain West, uh, I guess, doesn't have that much control over those. I guess you schedule those as you will. Uh, the question is, will other schools follow suit? Will Boise State find a few games here and there to still play? I don't know. Will Utah State try to do something similar? I doubt it. Because of the money and the and the financial concerns necessary, um, but it's a crazy day today. It started out earlier today that widespread speculation that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were going to postpone their seasons and make a, an announcement as early as tomorrow. Um, but the after that announcement, things kind of got backtracked a little bit. ACC this afternoon, apparently there's a report out that they are absolutely going forward with their plans, according to a report on CBS Sports. According to a a source being reported here, we're trying to move forward with playing absolutely. Uh, SEC presidents are meeting tonight discussing their plans. Uh, Greg Sankey earlier today made some comments on social media that their plan has always been to take a slow, methodical approach to see what's going on and what's the best uh, best practices and what's the best decisions to be made. Allegedly, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 presidents are expected to meet tomorrow. The Big 12, in their meeting, apparently, it will not only include the school presidents, who are their board of directors, but also athletic directors and medical professionals. Um, but... Today, the Mountain West, they made their own decision, and they're going to postpone indefinitely. We already knew there were problems with playing in Hawaii because the state of Hawaii has certain travel restrictions. We already knew the governor of New Mexico had made it very public and very open that she wanted New Mexico and New Mexico State to hold off on doing any fall activities. And we already know that there's uh, the, the there's really interesting situations going on in Colorado State with allegations and are they false allegations or is there something to it? Um, 
And so they've they've paused all football-related activities. So we knew that a few days ago. Uh, and now the Mountain West coming out and saying, we're just doing a full stop. And where this this isn't just a full stop for football. This is a full stop for all fall sports. And this has wide-ranging and far-reaching implications uh, in the Mountain West, particularly at Utah State University. Um, there's no question there will be people that may lose their job or get furloughed. Uh, I certainly hope it's it's that's not the case, but how, how can it not be the case? Uh, without a college football season, not only do you miss out on, on those games for those college football athletes, you lose out on major funding for so many other athletic activities. College football, and people complaining that it's just about money, about why we're trying to keep these games going, yeah, it kind of is. Because a lot of these athletic departments rely on that football-based revenue. So gymnastics, yeah, they need football to happen. Women's volleyball, yes, they need football to happen. And without football, it's going to be really hard to maintain a budget. Um, it, it just it won't be possible. So the question now is, just how deep do they have to go in their cuts and their rollbacks? How well can they stem the tide and uh, you know hold off uh, the, the deep bleeding uh, to uh, keep an athletic department alive, keep programs alive? We've already seen some programs around the country axe different uh, sports. Now, granted, most of those sports that got cut were probably already on the chopping block and were already being discussed. And the you know coronavirus and how it was affecting budgets provided cover for them to make it official. That was in the spring. And most of the revenue was already in for the year. Yeah, schools lost out on the automatic money that would come from the NCAA basketball tournament. Uh, Mountain West lost some units from not having San Diego State and Utah State play in the NCAA tournament. But by and large, the budgets and the money was already there. So for the Mountain West, you know, not really that big of a hit. But without football, without TV games, without guarantee money games, it's going to get real bad. Uh, right now I feel horrible for those people who have to try to make those decisions. I uh, got a text in. Again, if you want to text in, we'd love to hear from you. 435-339-0321. This one coming from 9315. Will the cancellation of football make people get it uh, get to the transfer portal so they can get to a conference that is still playing? That's a great question. Great question. I don't know. I don't think you could transfer now. If you're in a program today, transfer to a school and in a conference that is going to be playing this fall. I'm not sure that you can make that move that fast. Uh, Maybe not in the first few games, but maybe later in the season. I don't know. It's a great question. Will schools let them out? 
Will school let them go? We're seeing a lot of transfers going on, or at least hearing rumors of transfers going on with high school. California and Nevada not playing, or New Mexico playing high school football this fall. Uh, there's some programs in, in Utah, high school football programs, that are benefiting from that. Kids want to play. So they're finding their way to, to programs in Utah that are scheduled to still play. Uh, so what's going to happen? I don't know. Will things happen in the spring? It's Technically, it's a possibility. Uh, how likely is that possibility? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, my gut would tell me it's probably pretty slim until there's a widely available vaccine. Just the way things are going right now, I just I, I doubt we'd see it happening in the spring. Because of the, the logistics of doing it in the middle of the winter for a lot of the Mountain West schools and also trying to fit two seasons in, in one calendar year. Uh, just, that's going to be really hard to do. I mean, you're going to have to play a lot of young guys, a lot of minutes. because You're going to have a lot of injuries. Probably going to have more in the fall than you would in the spring. But uh, it's disappointing. I feel bad. Um, it's I feel bad they couldn't figure a way forward that these university presidents couldn't see that the there is an opportunity to have better care on campus in an athletic uh, organization than to just leave them out there and to their own devices. How many more of these athletes will get the virus because they don't have the the control group that already exists within a team, within an athletic department? What happens with scholarships? What happens with eligibility? Do you really get that extra year? Will teams and schools really give them that extra opportunity? Or how much does that mess up your recruiting? Are you going to tell me you're going to grant your seniors an extra year of eligibility and still go out and try to get an incoming freshman class? Your roster can't handle that. Unless the NCAA says we're going to grant a one-year waiver and allow your roster to be 20% more than normal. Really? Is that Will you do that for just the one year? I mean, it has trickle-down effects for many, many years to come. Because how's that affected following year and the the opportunities for the the other players and to get those minutes and those opportunities on the field? It just it's far reaching. Uh, uh, DJ Nelson, by the way, if you follow DJ Nelson on Twitter, he's at Danford Jacob. <laughs> Guy's been going off this afternoon, and I can't disagree with hardly anything that he's saying. Um. One of his latest tweets here, athlete health, in quotes, is hilarious. Brain damage, concussions, heat exhaustion, broken bones, blown out knees, blown out shoulders, temporary paralysis, subsequent pill addiction. They all signed up for it, but it's gone now. And now it's about their health. LOL. Uh, I also saw some things going around, too, that players will want to play. They want to play the game. They love the game, and they want to play it. But there are times when 
you need somebody who uh, better understands what's going on to you and the effects of what's happening to you to uh, protect you from yourself. That's why we have concussion protocols the way that we have them now. And a lot of players, coaches even, would say, yeah, just shake it off, get back in there. And it has longer-term effects if you don't take the necessary precautions in recovery. I got a text message in from 2197. Still almost two months until the first game, and the Mountain West is canceling the season. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The SEC is saying, let's still take some time to evaluate this and make sure we understand what it is and how to properly test and properly keep our kids safe. We, we're still going to try to do this. ACC says we're absolutely moving forward. The Sun Belt announced today they're moving forward. They're going to stay with it. But the MAC of the Mountain West, they're pulling out. They're backing out. They've made the decision that uh, they don't want to mess with with the coronavirus, they don't want to mess with uh, the the uncertainty if uh, if a, if an athlete gets it and gets sick and heaven forbid dies. I think there's a real liability question here that the Mountain West has not been able to get its arms around. Uh, do you make every player sign a waiver? You're going to hold the university uh, you know free from any liability. It's going to be hard to do for every every player at every institution, especially in today's climate where these players are finding their voice more and calling for more, uh, more opportunities, more concessions to help them in their safety and their health. We can't blame them for it. So, again, the big news today, Mountain West postponing fall sports indefinitely. Uh, Director of Athletics John Hartwell released a statement this afternoon saying that they're disappointed about the postponement. Uh, says that student health student health is always the number one priority. Uh, says it's been a stressful time for our student athletes with all the uncertainties regarding competitive seasons. Even though sports will not be played this fall, we'll continue to provide the resources necessary for their mental health, well-being, and academic success. So. I mean, that's encouraging. They'll still make make certain resources available to the student-athletes. But how many of those resources will be available compared to if they were in a regular football setting to get the what they need to keep them safe, keep them healthy, keep them on routines that would protect them from getting the virus otherwise? And if students can be on campus in large settings, is it, how much different really is it for a football team? Mountain West presidents have spoken. They've made their decision. And uh, it's not going to be any uh, fall sports this fall. All right. What we do know is that high school sports are still scheduled to take place. We're going to get a preview of what's going on with those schools. What do they look like? What do the schedules look like? There have been changes in the last few days with some of those teams and their schedules. We'll get an update on those. We'll first get a preview of Skyview. Since we are the home of the Skyview Bobcats here on the fan. And we'll get a preview of the Green Canyon Wolves. That's coming up a little bit later on in the full court press. Stick around on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com. 
If this uncertain economy has you concerned about your job, listen to what Schreiber Foods in Smithfield has to offer. A sign-on bonus of up to $2,000. Plus, they'll match any vacation time you've earned from your current employer. On top of that, new full-time hires get health benefits starting on day one. A 401k match up to 8%. Paid time off, tuition reimbursement, and so much more. Offer applies to the Smithfield Schreiber Foods location only. Full and part-time positions available. Apply online at schreiberfoods.com and click on the Smithfield location. Equal opportunity employer. Colonel. Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Meet me downtown. Hi, this is Jake Neely, Executive Director of the Maloof Foundation. We'll be in downtown Logan on Saturday, September 19th at the Logan Marathon. Maloof Foundation is proud to be chosen as the official charity partner of the Logan Marathon. We hope you'll join us for this fun event on Saturday, September 19th. This year's marathon is planned with your health and safety in mind. Find out more at loganmarathon.com. Meet me downtown. Meet me in downtown Logan. Rely now on a York Affinity Premium Comfort System to keep your home cool and comfortable. The new Affinity systems are smarter and more connected and more efficient than ever before. And you can cut your energy costs by as much as 50%. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer, to schedule a free system evaluation. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning showroom is west of DI and online at advancedheating-ac.com. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air the Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. Uh, big news today with the Mountain West Conference announcing they are going to postpone fall sports. Not just football, but all fall sports being postponed. And nothing definitive about what might happen in the spring. Does that affect? How does that affect basketball? How does that affect scholarships? How does that affect eligibility? That's still all very much up in the air. The MAC over the weekend, they announced that they were going to postpone fall sports. Uh, I guess Old Dominion came out today saying they're going to postpone. UConn already said they're going to cancel their season. So that's 26 schools now who will not play this fall. How many more within the next few days? We don't know. We could be learning more about that within the next 24 to 48 hours, how many other conferences follow suit. In the meantime... Let's find out what's going on with high school sports. Uh, the uh, high school sports schedule is set and is expected to still continue and is, by all the schedules that are out there for the Utah schools will be getting underway this Friday. It always seems like it creeps up on me every year. I'm never ready for it, but it's supposed to start this Friday. We're going to be the home of the Skyview Bobcats again here on The Fan 
And the voice of the Bobcats, Hurricane John Newbold, joins us now. And a full court press alum, always a pleasure to have John with us. Thanks, John, for joining me today. Hey, no problem, Eric. And, I, I mean, we got to have some good news, like AJ was trying to find some. But, I mean, he's in a Lamborghini, for crying out loud. But how, how disappointing could that be? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you got to test drive a Lamborghini today, then, <laughs> you know, life's really tough. Life's tough yeah. for AJ. Yeah, tough tough for AJ. But, yeah, we're excited. High school football season is back. And uh, couldn't be more excited for the, 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 the students and, and all the athletes. Man, if this high school football season goes on as planned, it's going to be the biggest game in town. Uh, and Skyview, this is one of the teams to really be paying attention to. They've been a great program, not just a singular athlete. They've been a great program, though there are questions about what will they look out look like without Mason Falslove under center or somewhere else on that field. Yeah, for sure. That's the the biggest question mark. I mean, everyone's going to be talking about it, but you're right. It's a great program. Uh, You know, Coach Anders, who was at Green Canyon, put Skyview on the map, and then uh, Danilo Robinson was here one year before he went to California, and he he kept the Bobcats going, uh, the program going in the right direction. And then, of course, uh, Coach Howell's taken over, and they win the state championship, the first in, in school history. I mean, this is a a program that's only lost three games in in three years, then two of those games were in the playoffs. So they've only lost one regular season game, and they haven't lost in region for three years. That's incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. It, 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 it's just amazing to see that, that, that Skyview's been able to do that. It used to be in this region in the Valley, you, you know, it used to be the Logan Grizzlies that were putting up numbers like that. But, I mean, it's the Skyview Bobcats now, and, like you mentioned, without Mason Falsworth, they're going to have to turn to other playmakers to make plays on offense. And, you know, it's going to start with Carlson at quarterback. Uh, he's an all-stater returning. He filled in when Mason got hurt last year, a few games into the season, and he took over that team and took the Bobcats to the state title. And so they're going to have to find different weapons, but maybe that's a good thing, too, is, is that they'll be able to spread the ball around. Uh, the only difference is last year, every defense, when you had the game plan for Skyview, they were, you, know, you always heard stories about how, oh, we just had a, the practice squad all week during practice, where number 12, and they had to call out where Mason was during practice, and they'd lined him up everywhere, you know, opposing teams did. So they'll spread the, the ball around this year for sure, the, the Bobcats will. It's an interesting schedule for Skyview. A couple of home games to get things started uh, against the Stansbury team, who was kind of scrappy last year, uh, and uh, then against Bonneville. And you never really quite know what kind of team you're going to get from Bonneville. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then in week three, they were scheduled to play in Pocatello in the Rocky Mountain Rumble against Highland, a team in Pocatello. And there's usually uh, some pretty good uh, little rivalries between a Skyview and some of these Idaho schools, uh, that game, there's been a, a change in that game because Idaho State has said, we're not going to play football this fall. We don't want anyone using our facilities. So the Rocky Mountain Rumble has been changed. And it looks like just seeing this this afternoon, Skyview is still scheduled to play against Highland. Uh, but that game will be... Uh, will be played up at Madison High School up in uh, up near Rexburg, 
And that'll still be Saturday at 7 o'clock. So same day as it was originally scheduled, same time as original kickoff, just about another hour, hour and a half north <laughs> up the road from where it was normally scheduled to be. Yes, Skyview, like if if the county, if Cash County School District would let them stay overnight, they might as well stay there the whole week because they're playing Madison the following week in week four. So they're up there at Madison High School two weeks in a row. Wow. So you'll have to I make mean, that trip to Rexburg in successive back-to-back weeks. Yeah, so it, it, that's, that will be a drive. That will be fun for all the students, uh, student-athletes on the bus. Everyone likes to ride a bus up, what, four or five hours <laughs> at Rexburg <laughs> for uh, that game. You know, there was some, for those paying attention at home, Mountain Crest was scheduled to play their game against Bonneville of Idaho, Bonneville Bees. They were scheduled to play their game in the opener Saturday morning in the Holt Arena. That game has now been moved to 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday of that weekend. So that's good news for the Mustangs that they can still do that game. They don't have to wake up really, really early in the morning to try to make that bus ride. So that's uh, that's a uh, kind of some late news, how that affects uh, the Mountain Crest Mustangs. Box Elder, by the way, Box Elder Bees, they were also going to participate in this. They'll still play Saturday at 4 but, uh, again, that's going to be up at Madison High School, not in uh, in Pocatello. Yeah, well, yeah, for, you're right about Mountain Crest for sure. That would be an early, early game. <laughs> I mean, to be able to bust up that early because you can't stay overnight. So that would have been interesting travel. So that makes it a little better for them, too. But I'm glad that, that the organizers of this Rocky Mountain Rumble were able to provide a place for the, the, the athletes to play because, I mean, just like you were talking with AJ with the college football season, I mean, the athletes, they work so hard to have something taken away like that. So, I mean, it is good that they were able to provide a venue for them. So, we, you, you talked about um, that, that this is a, you know, Carlson under center. He's going to be the, the quarterback. He's had minutes. He's had games played. He's won games for Skyview. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the other positions of, of players coming back or maybe some guys that we – Maybe didn't really see a lot of last year that could be some bright spots for the Bobcats this year. Yeah, on offense, I mean, you've, you've got Evan Hall, who seems like he's been playing at Skyview on the O-line and D-line for a long time. And Ty McPhee, uh, he'll be at the center, and he'll be back. So they've got players there. Uh, Trey Nyman is a, a big, tall receiver for the Bobcats. I think he'll provide great uh Possession. He's a great possession receiver. I think that he'll have to come up big. And then uh, on at the running back position, you'll have uh, and his name just slipped me. I can think of his number, but the one running back back there is Truman Moser that will return. He got some snaps uh, back there. They're going to move uh, Reed Wild back there. He played a little bit at linebacker and uh, defensive line last year. They're going to move him to running back and a name that the people in the Valley will be familiar with is, is Isaac Larson, who actually moved to Smithfield. He played at Logan High School the last couple of years, but he's a great athlete. And to add him on offense, I think that they Skyview, I'm just guessing, but I think they would use him kind of like they used Mason last year in the fact that they can put him in the slot as a receiver or they could put him back at running back as well. And I think that defenses will have to just watch where Isaac is. He's such a great athlete. To have him 
at it to Skyview, I think that that gives them a positive as far as it goes with special teams. It's going to be huge to be able to to have him on kickoff returns and punt returns, and then he's going to obviously play on defense at DB. He's one of the best, if not the best, in 4A in the state at the defensive back position. But offensively, those those are some guys that you can uh, count on for the Bobcats. Yeah, I was going to ask about Isaac Larson and just how well he may fit into that Skyview defensive uh, point of view and, and how that uh, defense might look for the Bobcats. Yeah, uh, offensively, I think he'll just be working really well with what they've already got because it's the same offense with Perry Christensen as, as offensive coordinator. But defensively, he he's going to be at the defensive back position. They're actually going to move Titan Saxon who was an all-region selection at DB. They're going to move him to free safety to take over for Scout uh, Morris, who was there at that position. And so but just besides those two, you've got Paige Prom, Sam Thatcher, where they were also at uh, defensive back. And uh, then defensive line, you've, you've got Evan Hall and, and Bracken Schumann there. You've got a good linebacker uh, core. So this guy, the Bobcat team, they were already going to be good on defense and they were going to be good on offense, but then you add Isaac Larson into the mix and I, I just think it makes them that much better. But I mean, region 11 is always a tough region. I, I still think it's one of the tougher regions, region 11 and region nine down there in St. George are the two best regions in 4A. So I know you're high on the Bobcats. Yeah. Deservedly so. <laughs> They're a good team. They haven't, as you said, they haven't lost very many games in the last few years. Yeah, and they're the reigning state champs. If it wasn't going to be, if you don't think it's going to be Skyview that's going to uh, challenge for the region championship, who else would it be? Well, I think you have to look at Green Canyon first. Ridgeline will be good as well, but I think you have to look at Green Canyon first with Lundin at quarterback. I think that him as a dual threat. Uh, I think that he, and with a couple years on, well, I mean he played limited role his a couple years ago at quarterback, but last year taking over at the start of the season, he really stepped in and led Green Canyon to a, a good season. And I think that they're the team that would probably challenge the Bobcats the most. And when you look at the rest of Region 11, Skyview's first two region games, uh, you could say the title might be decided in the first couple of weeks in region because Skyview is at Green Canyon, I think, the first week of region. And then the second week, they're at Ridgeline. But those are the two teams. I'd put Green Canyon as the, the team to, if Spivey weren't the win, that they would be there. And then Ridgeline. And then after that, I would put Mountain Crest. And then, you know, you could say maybe Bear River or Logan. But I think that of all the teams, I would put Green Canyon before Ridgeline to contend for the title. Well, we're excited for a high school football season, and with the absence of any college football season going on here locally, uh, these high school games are going to be even all that more fun to, to pay attention to. So we appreciate all that you do. And uh, Rex Davis, uh, as your, as your uh, color analyst, you guys do a great job on the games, uh, breaking it down and doing a great job here on the fan, and we look forward to a great season for the Bobcats. Yeah, it'll be an exciting one, and we'll be on the air around 6.45, 6.50, and you know, bear with us because, you know, we'll we'll go through all the protocols that the schools need us to because it's going to be a di- different atmosphere and we'll do everything that we can because, the, I mean, the fans will be limited. So it will be interesting to see how each school uh, uh, 
you know, develops their plan or has those plans developed to see which fans or how many fans can are or loud in. And it's just going to be a different, different feel, but it's still high school football and that's got to get everyone jacked up. That's very true. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. And uh, best yeah. of luck this high school football season. All right. Thanks, Eric. All right. Hurricane John Newbold calling the play-by-play for the Skyview Bobcats right here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM and streaming online 1069thefan.com. Coming up in just a moment, we'll be talking to Craig Hislop and John Russell about the Green Canyon Wolves. As John said, that the Green Canyon team could be the team to challenge for the Bobcats for the region title or maybe even to go uh, make a deep playoff run. Uh, before we get into that, though, I just want to let you know, A1 Automotive and Performance, um, you know, they offer a free three-year 36,000-mile parts and labor warranty on any repair that they do. So if you've got any repairs that you need done on your vehicle, they're going to guarantee their work uh, with their warranty. So call them today, 752-9636. That's A1 Automotive and Performance. And if you've got any last-minute summer road trips planned before school gets started, go do a pre-travel safety check before you head out. They'll take care of you. They'll look it over. They'll make sure you're good to go. That's A1 Automotive and Performance, 1065 West, 600 North in Logan. Coming up next here in the Full Court Press, we'll find out about the Green Canyon Wolves. Are they really going to be the team to challenge the Bobcats? We'll find out. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat. The premier Ear, Nose, and Throat Clinic in northern Utah is open inside the Cache Valley Hospital and the new location in Providence next to the Bank of Utah. Social distancing guidelines apply, and you can be assured each office is clean and safe. All services are now available at the Allergy Clinic, Hearing Clinic, and Ear, Nose, and Throat offices. Most insurance products, including Select Med, are accepted. Please call 753-7880 for telehealth conference calls. Stay safe from your health professionals at the Cache Valley Ear, nose and throat clinic daryl's appliance provides the best repair service daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home so it can be completed on their first trip as a plus daryl's parts department is stocked from a to z for you do-it-yourselfers and daryl's has used parts to save you money dishwasher baskets bake elements microwave trays and more for sales and service since 1970 it's daryl's appliance west on airport road you're on vacation and your vehicle breaks down nothing can be worse what can you do this may have been avoided if you went to a1 automotive for a pre-trip checkup a1 automotive will give your car the once over so you can prevent a disaster and they offer a three-year 36,000 mile warranty and roadside assistance online at a1 automotive performance.com a1 automotive is so busy they need experienced automotive techs if you're looking for a change of scenery give them a call or drop off your resume at the shop on 10th west your business is important and you have something to say. Let the professionals at Square One Printing help you define your image. Square One is staffed with print professionals that help every step of the way. From the sales staff that will visit your business personally, skilled graphic designers, digital color specialists, and the finishing team that will make your job look just right. Whether it's business cards, letterhead, envelopes, forms, targeted direct mail, or the complete package, you'll always go back to Square One. 630 West, 200 North, Logan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
Welcome back to the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com. By the way, if you want to text in, still getting reactions on the Mountain West announcement that they are canceling, well, indefinitely postponing. I want to make sure I get the right verbiage. Indefinitely postponing fall sports. Uh, got a text from 9310. If USU lost their biggest sport and main moneymaker, how do you justify playing any sport at all this year? Fair question. If it if it starts to affect men's basketball as well, then we're really in dire straits for Utah State athletics and their budgets. Uh, but anyway, that's we're still trying to make sense of that announcement. Uh, in the meantime, we do know that high school sports are still scheduled to take place. Green Canyon Wolves are scheduled to start their season this Friday. Our good friend Craig Hislop calls a play-by-play for the Wolves, and he joins us now here on the Full Court Press. Craig, how are you, my friend? Oh, couldn't be better. A little disappointed uh, I don't hear Ajay's voice today. Is he suspended again? <laughs> he suspended again? That implies now, it's happened before. Don't try to cover for him. <laughs> yeah, he's suspended in Las Vegas. If uh, Maybe, okay. I don't know if he's suspended midair on a ride. He's doing... Like rides and Lamborghinis and other crazy things. So who knows what he's doing down there? Well, that's the excuse you've got, Eric. That's fine with me. <laughs> so we just had Hurricane John Newbold on with us. Mm-hmm. And he is always a big fan of the Skyview Bobcats. And he has good reason to be. You know, they're a good program. They've won a lot of games, and they're the reigning state champs. But he said if there's a team that can challenge Skyview for the region, it's got to be Green Canyon. Uh, Green Canyon's not going to just challenge. On September 11th, Green Canyon is going to finally take care of Skyview in North Logan. (laughs) And you'll hear it on our broadcast. You want to record that to play it for the uh, Skyview guys and put it on their (laughs) locker room wall? Yeah, we'll record that and share that with Newbold and his friends. Uh Hey. What, is, what does John Russell think of that? Uh, that's a good point. John Russell is in here. He's popped into the studio with us as well, and he's part of the broadcast for the uh, Green Canyon Wolves. Uh, the the reason I'm here is to try and keep Craig under control, and clearly I've failed already. You failed all of last year too. So <laughs> good luck this year. That valid point. Uh, no, that that's clearly going to be a, a great game, and early on in region play, it's going to be you know it's it's going to. I agree with Hurricane. I think that's going to be the determining factor who wins region. Well, I thought it was last year. I mean, Green Canyon got off to like four wins and then got into region play and lost twice. And the first one was a that tough game in Smithfield. And it was just you know they they go three and two in the region, but that was a that was a huge one to lose. You know, looking at Green Canyon before we get into the the team itself and. Uh, who the the major players are that we're going to be paying attention to. Let's first look at the schedule here. You've already alluded to a big matchup on September 11th. That game is between the Wolves and the Bobcats. Game will be at Green Canyon as they launch region play. It's a great, sexy matchup to get things started for Region 11. But they've got some non-conference, non-region games to get started. Tooele on the road, uh, at home hosting Box Elder, good 5A school just down the road. Uh, they travel to Stansbury, and then they host Morgan. I mean, 
that seems like a pretty interesting mix of schools from different levels that are going to give Green Canyon some interesting looks uh, based on uh, the, the classification, the travel, and the styles of play that the Green Canyon is going to have to go through before they get into region play. And yet, a year ago, and of course this isn't the same team, Green Canyon, but they they had they took on Tooele, they took on Stansbury, they took on Box Elder early on and beat them all. And I think uh, now this time they have to go to Tooele and go to Stansbury. I think Box Elder is the second game, and that's yes in North Logan. Correct. Yeah, that'll be a challenge, no question. You know, one of the things, Craig, that, that will be different this year is there were a lot of question marks last year coming into the season for Green Canyon, specifically at the quarterback position. Yeah. And, and, you know, Lundeen was clearly an unknown. What was he going to do? Really had a short time to acclimate himself to the system, and he, and he did a phenomenal job. Uh, the thing that I am concerned about for Green Canyon is having that big bullseye on their back. He is not going to be able to sneak up on people anymore. And we saw that last year. He, you know, as the season wore on, uh, people recognized this is the guy you got to look out for. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he he um, he produced uh, you know 1,450 yards running, almost 1,700 yards throwing the ball. But as the season goes along, the scouting reports get around, and and you know what he can do. And I'm worried about. I mean, they've got uh, Landon Peterson and McCade Helstern are going to be the running backs. And remember, Brennan um, last year had like 600. I don't know, maybe 700 yards. Brennan Dean. And he's gone. And I think Landon played a little bit. McCade's going to be going both ways because he'll be an outside linebacker. But they're going to have to get old production at the uh, the running backs. They've got receivers back. I mean, Kyle Baker, who uh, played tight end, and, and by the way, he's going to start at nose guard. There are three or four guys are going to go both ways. But the big tight end, Kyle Baker, and uh, Jacob Regan's going to go two ways. Uh, Carter Compton, I think the slot is going to – make a lot of catches. Uh, Jackson Curtis did last year. Then they've got an offensive line. I think I feel like everybody's back. I'm not sure that's true, but with Bryce Radford and Caleb Balls and Thomas Corcoran and, and uh, Garrett Herzog, and a couple of guys going to share the right guard position. Looks like Dylan Atkinson and Sylvester Maceus. So, uh, yeah, just uh, no more surprises this year from the Green Canyon offense. So, They'll have to handle that with, with the opponents knowing what they're probably going to be doing. Yeah, let's focus a little bit on that defense. This is a team that uh, was always in a lot of games. Their defense really helped them in some of them. Uh, they kept them in there and uh, slowed some opponents down, kept them below their averages. What what do we see coming back for Green Canyon defensively? The defense, uh, I think, was like third and 4A in defensive points given up. And they don't have a lot of uh, starters coming back. I mean, uh, I think we count Re- Jacob Regan as a defensive end and Carter Compton as a safety and Helstern as a linebacker. The other guys, that's why they're going to have Baker playing both ways. He'll have to start at nose guard. Uh, guys that uh, I don't know if we've heard their names a lot are going to play like uh, Reese Humphreys at linebacker and Mason Anderson will be a linebacker. Landon Peterson, who I just told you is going to start at running back, will have to play one of the corners. And Jackson Curtis is uh, another one at, at uh, safety and at receiver that are going to have to go both ways. Those are the the names of the um, 
people were, were not quite as familiar with to go with Regan and, and uh, Compton and Hellstern. You know, the the big thing, Craig, is is really you have to look at, uh, you know, unfortunately our, our Green Canyon fans won't like this, but until Green Canyon can beat Skyview not once but several times, they're, they're still going to be the one that you're going to have to fight against. And I think the offense is always going to be there. Coach Ander does a great job offensively. Uh, he does a great job defensively, but that's going to be the difference maker this year. I think, as you mentioned, can these guys that have not started, that have not been you know, key role players for the defense, if they can step up, that's going to make Green Canyon dangerous. I think you're absolutely right, John. The, the, the thing that's happened under Coach Ander that I feel good about is improvement every year in the record, and I think in the team. I mean, uh, when we started doing their games, they were three and seven that first year, 2017, but only one and four in the region. The next year, four and seven, two and three in the region. Uh, this past year, eight and four into the playoffs, three and two in the region. And you got to get the Skyview win. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of was doing it a little bit boastfully. I, you and I, we all know that that game on uh, September 11th is is going to be close, and uh, it'll be fun to watch. How much does it affect the psyche of the team if they don't get it? Don't win that one? Yeah. They still have a lot of region games left after that one. Yeah, they'll, they'll still go to Mountain Crest and Bear River and have Ridgeline at home and go to, to, to Logan. It's going to be tough. I mean, the, the last four games, three of them are on the road. So they're going to have to – it'd be better if they just beat Skyview, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all we got to do. Just do that. that that'll be the uh, coach's – yes. that, That's going to be coach's uh, pep talk before the game. Look, Craig wanted, <laughs> wanted you to win. Just uh, that, win the game. Everything else will be easier. Just win the game. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a great point, Eric, and, and I agree. But I think it's bigger for them to win the game than if they lose it. I think if they win the game – uh, the, the, there'll be nothing before them uh, to stand before them. I think they'll just be able to roll at that point. Uh, the confidence level will be so high. I think, though, if they were to lose the game, uh, it's early enough that it wouldn't be that devastating. It would be like, oh, yeah, all right, I, you still got to play. I agree, John. I, I, I believe this is a playoff team one way or the other, and uh, it would just be uh, special to finally beat Skyview. Well, uh, Craig, if we didn't mention where people can listen to your uh, amazing play-by-play calls of what's happening during the game. Well, I always defer to John to tell us that. Go ahead, John. <laughs> no, it's all, all on you. We want to hear your dulcimer tones <laughs> over the airways. I haven't even confirmed with Eric if it's on the same station. Everything's going to be the same as it was before. Okay, it's same as last year. All right. <laughs> That being said, will be 100.9 FM for those who uh, weren't following the Green Canyon Wolves a year ago. That's what I said. Well, Craig uh, and John, thank you so much for letting us know a little bit more about Green Canyon this season. It looks like it could be a very exciting year for the Wolves, and we'll see how it all plays out when we listen to the games on 100.9 FM. What are we going to do on Saturdays this year? Uh, I thought we were going to your house. To do what? (laughs) Some cornhole. What's going on here? (laughs) Ping pong, some some pool maybe. I've 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 gotten down pretty much. I've got the ping part of it. I'm just not the good <laughs> on, on the pong. That's when John comes in to try to save me. <laughs> All right, thanks, Craig. Appreciate your time, thanks. and uh, we'll catch you. On, we'll be listening to you on Friday. Thank you. Bye. All right.
Uh, Craig Hislip, John Russell. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. <laughs> Those games, 100.9 FM for the Green Canyon Wolves. Uh, some final thoughts before we hand it off uh, to finish out the hour. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers, and Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. Hello, Cash Valley. I'm excited to announce the opening of our new Cache Valley Bank branch. I'm Brian Webster, manager of our new location right in front of the Cache Valley Mall. Cache Valley Bank is proud to be part of this community. We are committed to you, our friends and neighbors. If you're not already a customer, we welcome you to try us out. We're offering incentives for new accounts opened at our new location in front of the Cache Valley Mall. Come experience community banking at its finest. Cache Valley Bank, member FDIC. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. If you want to fund gymnastics, if you want to fund volleyball, oh, if you want to no, fund scholarships screw for the funding, screw the women's funding. basketball, We're about you need health. college football to no. help. If we are so worried about money, Eric, then let's start donating to Utah State. They have a great athletics donation department up there. That's where the money should come from, is the wonderful Aggie fans who are loyal and Aggie Nation. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1990 AM, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming online, 1069thefan.com. Love to get your thoughts on the announcement today about Mountain West canceling fall sports. 435-339-0321. Um, got a lot of texts today. We'd love to still get your feedback. Still time to get it in. Uh, big announcement. It seems, seems really early to make that announcement when they just last week said, we're going to delay things, but here's what our schedule is going to look like. It's going to start September 26th. Uh, We're going to push back our fall camps a little bit. And then just within a few short days, it's all changed. Uh, Granted, there's been more information about this, the concern about long-term effects of the heart uh, and uh, uh, inflammation of the heart muscle for those uh, some that have been studied that have gotten the disease, but a lot of the studies for that that, that I've seen that's based on a German study, a lot of those that were a part of the research were men in their late forties. So I don't know. It just all of this just seems premature. John Russell sticking around to hang out with us still for a few minutes. John, 
was there wisdom in making the announcement today and just making it quick and decisive, or should they take in the SEC approach where they've been very methodical through this whole thing and just taking their time to see how the, the, the chips fall? I, I was surprised that they just canceled everything. Well, indefinitely postponed. Uh, I, I was astounded when I heard that because I would have thought a more uh, thought-out process, like you said, with the SEC, what they're doing. I, I honestly thought there'd, there'd be the talk of, hey, let's just cancel all non-conference games. We're going to maintain the idea of having a conference scheduled down the line, and instead of a 10- or 11-game season, it'll only be 8 or 7, you know, something – we're going to look at it. I'm, I'm not opposed if when it gets down to it, they say, look, it's not going to work out. But to make that decision now, I was surprised. And, and I think, in my opinion, it really comes down to finances. I think uh, they, they just flat out, look, we, we have all these expenses that are going to come due if we carry on with the season. Let's cut our losses now. Right. If you, camp technically hasn't begun yet. I mean, there may be students here, the athletes here, or close to arriving to Utah State, but the they haven't had to pay for the nutrition, haven't had to pay to get the equipment up and running, they haven't had to pay for room and board just yet. So uh, maybe that is the more the is just that. Let's cut these losses before we start investing in doing these things just to see it stop anyway. I got a text from six two nine four. If long health care is a concern, then cancel college altogether. Too many kids running around together. And, and that's a fair point. That's part of the criticism. If if we're concerned about you know student health, we're going to allow students on these campuses, but we're not going to allow sports. We're going to allow these classes in these, these campuses with thousands of kids in close proximity to each other. And if that's our concern... Why are we? Why are we doing any of this? Yeah. Well, it just seems face, unfair to do one and not yeah. the other. Uh, let's face it: if you're heading down to Ridgeline or Mountain Crest or Skyview, be in the hallways those first couple of days, and all these kids that haven't seen each other all summer, what are they going to be doing? They're going to hug each other and hey, it's so great to see you, and you know, right? Because these kids haven't seen each other in class since summer. March. Yeah. And so you think that's going to change things. I think that that's where the bigger concern is. I think that's what you're going to see. But I, I think it's, I feel very bad for these kids. Uh, you want to be cautious with them, you, especially, you know, in the college level. You know, they put a lot of time and effort to it, into it. But to, to just make that decision, I'm, what I'm wondering about is what the trickle-down effect is going to be. The snowball is starting to roll. There's a certain school down south that they just lost. More than half their schedule. They only have three scheduled games. Yeah. So so they All miss right. out on it. What about the other schools that were planning on playing a Mountain West school? I think we're seeing the beginning of, of this could be more conferences saying no. Got another text in. We'll get in here just real quick uh, from 6294. Athletes are just as likely to contract COVID in attending classes and all other college activities as they are playing sports. I totally agree. And I think in a college sports environment, you have the uh, a regular curfew, you have regular nutrition, you have uh, other systems in place to keep them healthy, you have checks, you can get tests more regularly. If you're just a student on campus, you're not getting tested every week, a couple times a week, yeah. but you would if you were a college athlete. Well, 
let's face it, and to be honest, all you've got to do is look at what the NBA is doing, what the NHL is doing. They're more proactive in what they're doing. Have a great night, everybody. We'll break it down tomorrow, see what's new. Dr.